1: to Angelscapes with host Nancy Smith, your direct connection to finding your soul's power and wisdom. Join Nancy, Akashic medium, in this interactive show to explore tools and steps you can take to create peace, calm, and confidence in your life. So now, please welcome the host of Angelscapes, Nancy Smith.
2: Hi there. Do you know what spiritual midwifery is and what does it mean to be born again to become a person that you are truly meant to be? So in this radio session, we will talk about the sacred feminine and the masculine, the sacred masculine that lies in all of us. And when we are in turmoil in our lives or when we're in a big life transition, recovering um, our relationship to the inner divine forces makes all the difference in the world to supporting us in our the transition or to calming down the turmoil or to bring meaning to loss in this session we will talk on how to embrace your divine connection to nurture your inner goddess your inner god and live from your feminine vision hello this is angelscapes and i'm your host nancy smith and i'm thrilled to welcome crystal cockram She's an international best-selling author, certified red tent facilitator, which I can't wait to hear more about that. She's a spiritual mentor and a founder of the Wisdom Awakens LLC, it's her business. Crystal Cockrum works with awakened, empathic women to unlock the shackles of pain, shame, and self-condemnation so that they can they can reclaim their sovereign sovereignty, sovereignty. I can never say that word, and liberate themselves from the world's perception. So welcome, Crystal. So glad. Glad to have you
3: on the show. Well, thank you for having me. This is an, uh, a real honor. Oh, my pleasure.
2: So so tell me a little bit, um, I, maybe this would be a good way to segue is this um, I love that book, The Red Tent, but you are you have become a red t- a red tent practitioner. Um, tell me a little bit about that and how that connects to the sacred divine feminine.
3: Oh, uh, well, a Red Tent facilitator um, is someone who helps women through each of their rites of passages, but also helps them, like guides them in really connecting within with themselves. So really what it is, is cycling with the lunar energies and honoring your femininity. And by that, I mean your moon flow. So, you know, us as women every, every month when we, when we have our moon time, that is a shamanic death experience, right? So us as women fully rooted in our bodies, there's a lot that happens every single month as we traverse to prepare um, to receive and um, and birth a new life, or whether it's an energetic, um, you know, shedding and a death and rebirthing ourselves anew every month.
2: So that sounds pretty powerful, Um, and you um, are, you work, you you talk about your work as being like a spiritual midwife, and tell me a little bit about that, and for instance, what is that, um, when somebody is being brought into a new aspect of their life, and how do you help them?
3: So, I I view uh, spiritual midwifery, and that's a term that I coined because well, I mean, I didn't claim it. I'm not the only person who's used it. But I I claimed it, right, as a a title, per se, to explain what I do. Because, you know, as you're working with people, they tend to thank you for doing things or thank you for helping them. and And, and really, my role, when I'm guiding and supporting and holding that space, and I'm really just guiding them through it. They're the ones doing the work. Just like a woman giving birth, Like they're the ones doing the work. The, the doulas, the midwives, the doctors, the nurses, they're there to support and help and guide and to make sure everybody's okay, right? Um, so the spiritual midwifery is the same for for that inner work portion. For, for the transformational aspect, because every time that you go in and you do a transformational piece of work, you really are like birthing yourself anew. Well, that's, that's a really fascinating
2: way of, of looking at this. So, I mean, it really is fascinating. So you are, you mostly work with women. Is that correct? That's what I understand did that when we were talking yes but I bet you also work with women as they work with men as well but let's how can you for instance what were some of the things that you would do to assist somebody who is going through a life transition or 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 going through this mid spiritual midwifery this spiritual change Uh,
3: the most important first step is holding the space And what that is, is really listening, but listening in a way that perhaps the person may not have ever been listened to before. Mm
2: -hmm. So
3: in holding that space, you know, that's like a safety net for that person to to really come forward with those aspects of themselves that's really ready to rewrite their story, to repattern. The energetics behind their thought processes, or habits, or emotional um, patterns that really no longer serve them, because they're keeping them from really living their life. So, in holding that space, that that's done from a place of of my connection with you know the divine and being fully present for that person. And there's no judgment, there's no comparison, there's no, this is what I would have done. It's literally witnessing what it is they have to say. Mm. So you're
2: helping them to reconnect to what you call, what you've called and what you've beautifully described to me, the sacred or the divine feminine. What is that? What is the sacred divine
3: feminine? So within each of us, we have, um, so you're familiar with the yin and yang? Yes. The, the symbol of the yin and yang. So if you look at that symbol and you think of it as the divine feminine and the sacred masculine, that's really truly how we are, are made up. We have both of those energies, right? These, these aren't genders, they're, they're energies within, within us. And the Divine Feminine is that safety, that container, that space that has the, the strength, the wisdom, the power to hold and contain whatever needs to trans transpire in your highest and greatest good. So what do I mean by that? I mean, the Feminine Container is that safe space, um, like I said, I was holding space, that's the first thing I do. So within mm-hmm. each of us we have that space within within ourselves. And that is, you know, our inner sacred space. The sacred space as our inside job, if you will. And you know, we have the ability to create that container to really have hey, maybe it's a, a tea party with all those inner aspects of ourselves so we can find out what the heck is going on. And that container, just like the the walls of the uterus when we are birthing a baby, it has that that ability to expand for the big emotional um, in, incitations, right? Those big ahas. But it also mm-hmm. contracts and comes in close when um, when it's time to really move and settle and and to, to land again. And so the the sacred masculine energy then is the energy that incites action. So mm. it's not like a being versus a doing. It, it, it's that potential there that says, Hey, are you listening? It's time. Did you see that, that big that big boom that just went off? Okay, it's time to take care of that
2: now. Wow. Wow, this is really I like to this is fascinating stuff. It's just a whole different dynamic of, of looking at how to work your way through life's problems or or, or growth and learning in your life so we're going to take a quick break and we'll come back and, and i'd like to just dive in a little deeper to this sacred masculine and feminine and how they work together this is angelscapes and i'm your host nancy smith and we will be right back
1: Master of words, powerful player. What life-changing words can Dr. Janet Smith Warfield pull out of her magical toolbox that just might mysteriously open a door you never knew was there? A door to free yourself from fear forever transform your rage into right action, release your guilt, position you into a life of freedom, purpose, passion, power, and peace, all quite suddenly, unexpectedly, and almost miraculously with no effort on your part. Join Dr. Janet every Monday at noon Eastern on Dancing with Words, Dancing with Wisdom on the BBM Global Network as she and her guests show you how words map our experiences, immersing you in a sound bath that relaxes your muscles, opens your mind, and supports you in co-creating your extraordinary life. Have you ever felt like no one is listening or you're not getting the honest attention you deserve? Do you even know the kind of attention you want or need? You are not alone. Alice Aspen March is here to help. Thanks to Alice, through her epiphany and research over the word attention, there are solutions to the attention dilemma. Worldwide audiences have been enthralled and engaged for over 40 years with her visionary and pioneering observations. The kind of attention we get and give is vital to improving our lives and society. Alice and her weekly guests review game changing insights for transforming and improving our understanding of attention. Providing techniques for creating healthier and empowering behavior get a new perspective on a mainstream word tune into why our attention matters for fresh and thought-provoking conversations every tuesday at 3 p.m eastern on boldbravemedia.com and the tune in radio app
2: welcome back you're listening to angelscapes with nancy smith we're on boldbravemedia.com and we are with crystal cochran uh, and i keep wanting to add extra letters into your last name i really apologize and we're talking (laughs) kind of about spiritual midriffery and creating that divine sacred space um within and i I just kind of wanted to ask you um as uh you know you said it's inside job we kind of have to go in and we're balancing not just the divine feminine but also the sacred masculine and um how do you know where that is? You know, how do you hold space? It's like, uh, when one feels like they're going crazy and, um, they're, in, they're you're on the brink of tears or you're at the brink of, I have to make a decision and I have no idea what this is. Um, or, you know, so there's a lot of conflicting thinking and chaos. What would be the first thing that you would take that person to? What would it be the first thing that you would do to show them where to find this divine presence?
3: I would really start by inviting them to just simply connect with their breath Breath. because I've literally felt that frenetic energy as you were asking the question. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And yeah, that would be my first, that would be my first thing really. Okay. Let's just take a moment to pause and really just connect with your breath. Um, And, and really, you know, when things start spiraling out of control, or you feel like you have no control, or you don't know what to do, um, that's really um, a number one uh, big red flag that the conditioned self, um, that piece of you that blindly follows uh, what I call your faithful general um, or your ego, And that's really in control and flustered and it's like, holy crap, this person's about ready to make a decision and it's going to totally change the playing field. What am I going to do? And they're just like, it's that act of desperation to throw everything at you to try to keep you distracted. So, you know, in order to really deep dip into and tap into your own um, sacred space, that breath is a really great and powerful tool to go to and then it's just finding that way to calm, like let your muscles feel calm like I'm breathing, I've got this, I'm safe, I'm here I'm present and then slowly without trying to sprint up the mountain start asking yourself questions but you start with one question, and you make it a very simple question, to where it could be a yes or a no answer, and then you ask the next question, and then the next question. So it sounds, it sounds like it's this really easy thing to do, but when, when your tail feathers are all up in a tizzy. Um, it really takes some practice to get used to, and then start breaking things down to ask those simple questions. Oh, I'm with you there. Those simple questions,
2: when when you're like you said, your telophythers are up. Those simple questions are really hard to find. <laughs> um, what is a good mm-hmm. simple yes or no question? If you felt that frenetic, this is Tuesday, so to do Tuesdays are frenetic. Oh, so, and I'm kidding. But um, so, what would be a simple yes or no question? me it
3: would be. Well, um, yeah, yeah uh, I could too okay I'm um, on the spot and I'm trying to think of one yeah. Well, yeah, um, yeah well for me it
2: would be am I safe right now I mean I'm anxious and I feel like I'm falling off the planet but really right now I look around myself and I say am I really falling off the, am I safe yes or no is
3: that a good place to start right and this is a fantastic place to start, um, uh, and then you know you could even weave in some affirmations. I am control and fully present with myself, right? Um, I am sovereign in my own being. You know, sovereignty—the the, the word that you you called out at the beginning there—that um, simply claiming the reins of your life and owning the fact that you're not perfect, you're never going to be perfect, and you're not going to deny the fact that there's things there that are going to show up for you to work on, but you're always going to do your best. You know, Mm. that's sovereignty distilled like down to its simplest form. Of course, there's more there. But, you know, when you're in a tizzy, say, okay. say you have a nine to five job and new management came in and boy, oh, boy, they really don't seem to know what the heck they're doing. Things are in turmoil. Everybody feels uncertain because things have been shaken up so much. And it's come very apparent to you that. This is not where I want to be. This is not the environment I want to be in. And then you can you can kind of see how it would domino out of control, right? Like, oh, but I have my bills to pay, and I have this, and then where am I going to work? And blah blah blah. Okay, stop. Breathe. Are you okay right now? Are you are you safe? Is anybody mean you harm? If they don't mean you harm, okay. What can you do to put some simple steps and plans into action, right? Get your resume ready. Make some calls out to some previous coworkers or some friends and get the word out there that you are looking. Start job hunting. Start applying, right? You don't have to do it all within five minutes. And so whenever you're trying to multitask and do, you know, 50 things or five things all at once, you're typically not coming from your Divine Feminine container. Now, the Divine Feminine, um, as females, we are absolutely wired to multitask, but that doesn't mean we're supposed to be super women or power through and do 50 million things all day long every day.
2: Hmm. Good good point. Yeah. Right? I mean, aren't aren't we all multitaskers, but to, to really you don't have to do all of it at once. Um, so, um, so the sacred feminine is basically through that calm and through that focus, where do you find that you say, okay, so where is the sacred feminine in that before you even write your resume or, or is the t- action that, well, yeah. So you know what I'm saying? It's like, okay, so I'm calm. And now what,
3: mm-hmm.
2: how do I find that, that goddess right. within me? Yeah.
3: Yeah. So, um, I always like to direct people to set an intention. So a really super clear, okay, a super clear, concise intention.
2: Beautiful. When we um, come back,
3: we're going to take a quick break, and I want
2: to. I'd like to you to explain how to make that intention and how to work with those affirmations. Um, and so, yeah. right now, we're going to take a break, and we come back. We're crystal's going to really fill this in system off some really cool stuff and i just wanted to tell you guys that crystal has a facebook group called feminine wisdom keepers it's a community for awakened women please join her group and um and she's also on crystalcockram.com. we are going to take a break now and we'll be right back
1: Master of words, powerful player. What life-changing words can Dr. Janet Smith-Warfield pull out of her magical toolbox that just might mysteriously open a door you never knew was there? A door to free yourself from fear forever transform your rage into right action release your guilt position you into a life of freedom purpose passion power and peace all quite suddenly unexpectedly and almost miraculously with no effort on your part join Dr. Janet every Monday at noon eastern on dancing with words dancing with wisdom on the BBM global network as she and her guests show you how words map our experiences immersing you in a sound bath that relaxes your muscles, opens your mind, and supports you in co-creating your extraordinary life. Tune into It's All About You with host Dr. Martha Latz, a lively weekly broadcast on BBM Global Network, one of the most empowering shows for time-starved, overscheduled multitaskers. The professional expertise of Dr. Latz is directly available live every Thursday at 1 p.m. to answer and address concerns about relationships, life transitions of career, meeting, dating, and committed relationships. It's All About You with Dr. Latz. We'll expand your understanding of current concerns across your relationships by broadening and expanding possible solutions in developing skills for mutually desired outcomes. Dr. Martha's expertise is as a licensed marriage and family therapist, life, transition coach, and all things to do with communication at work, home, and with friends. Check out her website at auniquetherapycenter.com.
2: And welcome back. This is Angelscapes. I'm your host, Nancy Smith. we're going to take calls. Um, Anytime you're ready to call in, the number is 866-451-1451. We'd love to hear from you, any questions that you may have. in the, in the you know in any in, according to what crystal has to offer and then um i want you to while you're listening to the show or just jot this down crystal is her website it's a beautiful website um and she offers so many things um actually she has a free gift to offer you tonight um or anytime you listen to this show but it's crystal c-r-y-s-t-a-l c o c k e r h a m dot com and um and we'll talk a little bit about our gift later on in the show so so we left talking about um setting an intention to and then setting that intention accesses your sacred your um the, the divine feminine that that space so tell me more let's, let's talk more about that
3: yeah so most people are most everyone has heard about goal setting. Um, And goals are great, goals are good, Uh, goals are fantastic, but I really love to focus on the energetics behind everything. And just by simply, you know, declaring, oh, I want to achieve, blah, 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 you're really declaring that, but there's usually a pie in the sky someday thing behind it, right? However, if you really shift your perspective and you look at something and you and you really create an intention, it's it's a special means by which this is the energy I'm going for and and this is directing me to an end an end point, so to speak. Like this is my intention and this is where I'm headed. And so how you know that you have a super crystal clear, powerful intention is if you think of little kids, they are infamous and notorious at asking the question, how, why, or what? And sometimes all three until they feel like they are full and they got what they needed, right? So they keep asking those questions because you know, lots of things happening. They they don't have that clear line of communication yet, but there's something they need and they just know when they get it and then they stop asking the questions. So if you were to sit down and write out your intention, think about putting a four, five, six year old in front of you. And if there, and you say it out loud, if there is absolutely nothing for them to say, how, why, or what, and then you know you have a super crystal clear, powerful intention, and then your job is to take that consciously co-inspired uh, action steps that support that intention. And so, when you when you craft an intention for yourself, when you set an intention, and you start marching down the path of having that manifest in your life then things are going to open up for you okay and it's not always sunshine bubblegum and roses sometimes it's mm, no mm, no 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 and and you have to look at okay what is this wall i'm hitting because just like when you go furniture shopping when you set an intention there's a clearing of the space that needs to happen in order for that intention to come in and manifest. So in other words, if you have a six ounce, I'm sorry. Oh, sorry. I'm just saying, yeah, I see. I see. Okay. So finish. Okay. (laughs) Uh, So if you had like a six ounce teacup, and it was, you know, four and a half ounces full, and you set the intention that you're going to add a little bit more tea to it, but in your intention you just keep going for it, going for it, and then all of a sudden, I mean, how much is the cup going to hold? It's only going to hold mm-hmm. six ounces. So if you really want that fresh cup of tea, it's probably good for you to either drink the tea in your cup or to dispose of it.
2: So right? you got cup clear
3: the to get space. the fresh tea. This, okay, get the fresh tea. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Gotcha.
2: Wonderful. So, so, um, well, I can't believe we're going to go for another break in a couple cents, uh, um, a couple seconds, but I want to hear more about that teacup and uh, knowing when you should empty it and, and when, you know, and when it's overflowing. So this is, um, as we're going to go on a break and when we come back, we'll, we'll talk more about, um, setting intentions, teacups and, and the divine feminine, and then how to balance it with the the masculine. Their call-in number for our listeners is 866-451-1451. You can access more about Crystal at crystalcockram.com or her Facebook group, Feminine Wisdom Keepers. You can also find more information about me at angelscapes.net. Um, and we'll talk about um, Crystal's books when we come back. Be right back.
1: According to the American Nurses Association, there are approximately three and a half to four million nurses in the United States. So where do all these nurses work? What kind of roles do they have? What kind of education and training help to prepare them for so many different settings? What kind of impact do nurses have on patient outcomes? The World Health Organization has announced that 2020 will be the year of the nurse, honoring the 200th birth anniversary of Florence Nightingale, an international initiative called Nurses. Now is underway to raise the profile of nursing. The National Academy of Medicine has convened a committee to create the future of nursing 2020 to 2030 that will focus on how the nursing profession can create a culture of health, reduce health disparities, and improve the health and well-being of the U.S. population. Learn more and join Joyce Batchelor on All About Nursing, Wednesdays from 7 to 8 p.m. Central Standard Time on the BBM Global Network. BBM Global Network.
2: So, welcome back. You're listening to Angelscapes with Nancy Smith and Crystal Cockrum. Um, we're on BBM Global Network or BoldBraveMedia.com, and you can also listen to us um, on iHeart Radio, um, TuneIn Radio. Spotify, iTunes, so this these shows would be are, are, are going to be set off as podcasts, so you really aren't missing anything, and if you want to re- re-listen to something, I really recommend that you take a peek. There's a lot of information in some of these shows. So so crystal we were kind of like left off at teacups and and i was kind of (laughs) saying what you know how you set an intention and you work really hard at it say say it's like starting a business or um going to school and you work at it and it doesn't quite come out the way you want to so you work a little harder then you work a little harder and then you find yourself exhausted but you still haven't gotten to the place where you want to I I am wondering how bringing in the sacred feminine could and balancing it with the masculine could help that hamster wheel and help you help people to get clarity around what is happening with their intentions.
3: Yeah, well, you know, that's a really wonderful question, um, Nancy. And... Uh, what I would suggest is really tapping into. So at the beginning of our call, I mentioned the big, the first thing I do is I hold space. right? And that is something that you can do for yourself. And that is that, you know, that inner divine feminine. Um, and, and so really taking the time again um, to pause, but to really, ruthlessly take inventory of what is and isn't working and how that makes you feel i I, i'm a big feeler person um and because your feelings if you if you have if you allow yourself the time and the courage to follow your feelings they really have so much to say and it is So much more than, I'm angry, I'm ticked off, I'm bored, I'm so sick and tired of this. You know, okay, yeah, maybe you are angry, but what's underneath that anger? And what's Mm -hmm. underneath that, right? Because we have these umbrella emotions and labels that we put on everything. But if you slow down and you really take the time to, to have that ruthless, inventory for yourself and you do it with compassion right because you're holding space from that safe space there is no judgment there's no negative self-talk right um it's just you and all of you and it's, it's it's your space um to really be heard to see um and and just to write you know uh, just to write it out no punctuation no spelling no grammar just write 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 because that that first dump on the paper is really helping you clear the way so that you can really see what's underneath all of that and so the 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 sacred masculine is that aspect of protection it's that aspect of Providing of inciting, right? So it, it's really giving yourself the permission to pause, giving yourself the permission to really dive in and open yourself up to being different, to seeing something that you've never realized before. You know, when, when we are... Growing up, we go through things that really hurt our feelings. Um, Some things are deeper. Some things are more traumatic than others. And, you know, our ego's job is to step in and protect us from that. Mm, So really, truly, there can be things from your life that you just don't remember. Because another aspect of you took control and just kind of, nope, we're going to keep that covered up. We really, we really don't want, um, him or her, uh, to really dive in. That's just going to be so painful. And think of the, the parents. Like when you have a pet, it, ultimately that pet is going to, to pass on and you can't protect your child from that pain. Well, the difference between a parent and your ego is your ego says, Oh the heck! If I can't, I'm just gonna keep distracting this person until <laughs> until they just give up, mm-hmm.
2: right? Uh, We're just gonna like numb them to
3: disguise it. The sabotage yeah. inside, yeah, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So it, it, it's it's interesting how complex and intricate we are in all of our in all of our beingness. And so really taking that time to just sit down and pick apart these things and really give yourself that space to feel and to follow the feelings, right? Because when you feel those feelings, it's not like um, you're gonna get stuck there. You know, I've, I've coached clients through, okay, you're gonna set the timer for an hour and when that timer goes off, you know that you are gonna get up and you're gonna go for a walk and then you're going to come back and you're going to, you know, do whatever the next step is, because that next step is different for each person. Um, that way, when when they go into it, they're bringing things up, they're feeling it, but they're not getting caught in mm-hmm. that loop again. Right. Oh, right? cool. So there's, there's a yeah. dance. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I, I know that loop. That's my best friend. Yeah. So I like that idea. You time it and move away from it and fresh freshen yourself up, come back and look at it differently. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah.
2: That, so so nice. So um we you, you um We have 30, we just have, we're going to take a goal for a break. But when I, when we come back, I'd like to talk to a little bit about um, highly sensitive people, emotional and and energetic empaths, and how this work can help somebody like that. And um, so. Oh, one of my favorites. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So we're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to talk about. empaths and, and the sacred feminine and balancing those things out with crystal and we can again if you, if you have questions you want to call in 866-451-1451 and you're listening to angelscapes with nancy smith on boldbravemedia.com, and we'll be right back
1: The opiate epidemic has reached crisis levels and with so many families affected by addiction, opiate related drug overdoses and death the time is now to have a real constructive conversation about addiction that could lead to better prevention, treatment and recovery. Alan Charles author and keynote speaker on drug abuse and prevention presents the Alan Charles show. Alan brings a message of hope sharing his unbelievable story of surviving a 24 year addiction to cocaine and highlights from his memoir walking out the other side an addict's journey from loneliness to life his raw honesty and courageous heart breaks the stigma of addiction and offers a unique perspective into the mind of an addict join alan each week as he brings his listeners to a true understanding of the grip of addiction it is only with this understanding that we can begin to heal the alan charles show thursdays at 9 p.m eastern on the bbm global network
4: Are you struggling to care for elderly parents or a spouse? Do you wonder if being a caregiver is making you sick? Are you worried about taking time off work to care for elderly parents and balance work, life, and caregiving? Has caregiving become exhausting and emotionally draining? Are you an aging adult who wants to remain independent, but you're not sure how? I'm Pamela D. Wilson. Join me for the Caring Generation radio show for caregivers and aging adults. Wednesday evenings, 6 Pacific, 7 Mountain, 8 Central, and 9 East. Eastern, where I answer these questions and share tips for managing stress, family relationships, health, well-being, and more. Podcasts and transcripts of The Caring Generation are on my website, PamelaDWilson.com, plus my caregiving library, online caregiver support programs, and programs for corporations interested in supporting working caregivers. Help, Hope, and Support for Caregivers is here on The Caring Generation and PamelaDWilson.com. And you are listening to Angelscapes. I'm your host, Nancy Smith. We're with
2: Crystal. Um, and we're having a great time talking about the um, sacred feminine. We were kind of chatting in between the shows. But um, so the empath, the, the, the sensitive, the, the um, emotional and energetic empath where you're just soaking everything in. How can working with the divine feminine and, and, and then balancing it with the masculine help the empath? maybe we should say what the empath is, but anyone who just, you know what I'm saying? You know, let's, let's talk about that. Yeah. What's your
3: thoughts? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so empaths are uh, at, you know, again, the super simple level is someone who has the ability to feel other people's feelings. An empath is someone who is very difficult to not be anything but absolutely truthful with because just even if the person doesn't realize they're not being truthful, you know, like those covert moves that they're not mindful of, that empath knows that there's something more behind it, right? They can just, they right. can just feel, you it. feel it. You um, feel it, yeah. Yeah. And it, that's It's a very, uh, it it can be when you don't know how to control it, a very unpleasant and sometimes downright scary place to be because you can literally feel like you are losing it. Um, and, And some people who just are like, oh, that's not real. That's something you only see in movies or TV. Those are typically the shy ones or the ones that don't like to be around people because they don't know or don't want to accept the fact that they know uh, that they are picking up other people's energy. And just like intuition, I believe that we are all sensitive to varying degrees of our consciousness. Uh, What do I mean by that? I mean, I believe we are all born totally intuitive and totally have that empathic ability. But it's life circumstances that make us not trust or use our intuition, and thereby, um, as an indirect result, numb us to the presence of our empathic abilities, when all it is is really tapping into energy, but in a different way, right? Um, So I know, Nancy, that you are a Reiki master, right? Right, right, yes. And. When, you, when when people first start to learn to feel energy, it's usually like, okay, put your hands together, kind of pull them apart, put it together, blah, blah, blah. Like, you're feeling energy in that way. And you can absolutely feel energy in that way. And you can feel it, okay, it's heavy here, it's lighter here. Um, but for empaths, it's feelings and there aren't always labels for the feelings because they're getting such a mixed bag that they're being peppered with all at once
2: Right. and
3: so this is where i like to yeah i really like to introduce the, the thought that okay you're going to grandma's house for christmas and for whatever reason you show up a half an hour late when you walk in you feel like ooh, there is tension in the air I really missed something, or maybe you didn't, but something definitely happened and you just don't know what it is. Well, that's you reading energy. That's Mm -hmm. that's you reading feelings, right? So we all have, you know, that capacity and that ability. And the more that you do your work, the more desensitized you are and the more you can tell, um, that you are doing those kinds of things, because you can't, once you're awake to it, you can't close your eyes to it. Right. You know? Right. Yeah. 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 But, uh, so yeah, that, really, yeah. the first, sorry. No, go, go for ahead. it. Yeah. The first. Okay. So really, the first step is, is learning when you're feeling something and, you know, the the most obvious is when, hey, you're having a great day and all of a sudden, boom, you feel like you hit a wall and you just don't know what the heck happened. Most often, like 98% of the time, that is somebody else's stuff. So it's learning to clear that for yourself um, so that you're just back to just feeling your, your stuff. Um, and then it can be the opposite where all of a sudden you just have this spike of energy, right? Um, and And then it's like, okay, is that is that mine? I mean, it's really helping me out right now. Uh, but you know, is that really mine? So, in those instances, you can start learning what is really yours and what really isn't. Um, and it's the big examples that really help you because they give you the practice of clearing. And returning to your center, right, your center point, so that as you as you progress along, you can start feeling more of the subtleties, more of the subtle ones.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Right, right, right. So, yeah, so that goes back to the emptying up the cup of tea um before you fill it up with a new tea. Is it as an empath, you may be filled with all kinds of information that. It's disparate. It doesn't connect. It's like a little bit from this person, a little bit from that person. So clear, keeping yourself empty um, when you're an empath mm-hmm. could be very helpful. It's not empty, like, you know what I mean? But just, you've got somebody else's angst coming in. No, that's not mine. And um, thank you for telling me, but I'm giving it back to you. <laughs> kind of thing.
3: Right. Yes. Or or you can give it to the earth or you can, you know, give it up to the divine. Um, especially if it's something big and heavy, that person probably doesn't know that they're just totally exuding it because it's so big for them. Right. Right. Now,
2: now, in my thought, and it is if I, as an empath, I feel things more than I. People tell me some one thing, and I've got ten things that I'm feeling, and I don't like let to. I don't like letting people know how much I'm perceiving, but I do actually often ask the Sacred Mother. Sacred Feminine, to come and take some of these things and help me sort it out. What's important for me to know in this moment? What's important for me to feel? What's me and what's not me? Because I I feel, and I see empaths do it. They are people pleasers and they have all this stuff coming in. They want to make everyone feel good. That's an exhausting job um, when nobody's well, really asking. Well, it asked is exhausting,
3: them. but if everybody yeah. feels good, then they feel good. <laughs>
2: yeah exactly so then asking that sacred mother to come in and and work with you to let things go or let things ride or or to accept and surrender whatever it's so many things so many things could do but asking the sacred feminine to help sort it out I think has been really helpful so we're going to take a break and we come back we'll we'll um uh oh, we'll we'll talk even more about this so i i I, we have there's so much to say right and i and i don't know where to start or begin but crystal would have to have you come back on so you're listening to angelscapes with nancy smith on bbm global network and we'll be right back
0: Global Glory, that's the work of Dr. Marina McLean, COO of Global Glory, whose calling is to serve God. A first-generation British-born Londoner of Jamaican descent, Dr. McLean inherited the hunger for the word from her father, who was a Bible teacher. Growing up, her home was filled with missionaries from the Caribbean islands and America, and she travels the world preaching the gospel. She has a Bachelor of Arts degree in theology and an honorary doctorate of divinity and Christian counseling from Friends International Christian University. Dr. McLean is also a songwriter and recording artist, and her songs are written during summits and conferences in the presence of God. She's recorded three worship albums to date and is in ministry for 28 years alongside her husband, Dr. Rennie McLean, who shares her passion. Visit www.globalglory.org or on Facebook at Global Glory. Call 866-244-5679 and feel the glory
2: and welcome back we're coming to you live from bbm global network and tune and tune in radio this is angelscapes i'm your host nancy smith i'm with crystal cockerman crystal what i would like to do is have you briefly tell us all how you i know you're a spiritual mentor and you, you're a spiritual midwife um, how do you work with your clients? Who are your clients? And, and, and I'd like to, uh, to invite some of the listeners to, to come on board with your free gift and become, um, have a relationship with you, because I think you would be a very good resource.
3: Well, thank you so much. Um, yeah, so I, I work with people uh, virtually. Um, and so, you know, I do sessions one-on-one uh, with people over Zoom you know, that, that lovely platform that really rose yes. platinum level last year. <laughs> <laughs> I and, yes. Uh, yes. <laughs> Yeah. And um, I also do do some group uh, programs and I also offer spiritual retreats. Nice. Yes. Nice. Uh, the spiritual retreats were excellent. Absolutely a dream on my heart for a long time. And last year they really came to fruition. So there's no stopping me now. <laughs> all right. Right. And again, Look out world. <laughs> it's all on your
2: website, crystalcockrum.com And and Crystal, um, you have some books. Um, where what do you have to mm-hmm. offer people and your free gift? And how can people let's start with a free gift because everyone likes free. Where Tell me about this free gift that you're offering everyone.
3: So the Divine Feminine uh, mini course is really awakening your divine feminine within. It is five modules that are delivered to your inbox. And you can just simply go to crystalcockerham.com. And right there on the homepage, you can opt in to start receiving it. Um, and it doesn't matter if you're man or woman, that's very helpful, uh, great how to's, um, in order to, to really go through those motions. Um, each of the modules, they come a few days apart so that you have some time to, to find your cadence with the, with the way that the information comes in and and be with each module and of course they're in a pdf version so you have them that you can repeat as many times as you want and every time you come with come to them you're going to glean more and more from them
2: wonderful that sounds like a great tool and um as i was looking at your on your website at your list of books holy cow you have a lot of resources um where can people find your books
3: Okay, so um, you can find my books um, at BarnesandNoble.com or Amazon.com. Um, not all of them are on Kindle, but most of them are. And there is there is one. I think it's the Path of the Sacred Feminine that is only on Kindle. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. And and so yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, that's wonderful. Crystal,
2: we're, we're just coming right down to the very end. You've told us some wonderful things and I, we, we have a plan guys that so she's going to come back and we're going to talk about the, uh, the, the matriarchal role and some, we're going to really go into some really good, good stuff. And so please keep an eye out for this next show. In the meantime, um, crystalcockerham.com or Facebook group, Feminine Wisdom Keepers, it's a community for awakened women and, um, you can also find more about me at angelscapes.net. Reach out to me through my website or nancy at angelscapes.net and my facebook group is soul power living tools to create a life you want and love so uh crystal's a great resource please please reach out to her um, or reach out to me if you if you need some shoring up in any of these things that we've talked about and you can hear these podcasts on TuneIn radio iheart radio and spotify any place that there's a podcast look for the angelscapes show and this is So. Um, So for now, remember that to live a life of joy and happiness and that your soul is your friend. And as you live a sense of well-being, your creativity will blossom and your soul has so much to tell you. So all of these, you know, have a soul-filled life and a joy-filled life. Um, And I'll, I'll see you next time.
1: This has been Angelscapes with host Nancy Smith. Tune in each week as Nancy discusses ideas, tips, and lessons to help you open to receive divine love, joy, and soul power in your life. You can discover the powerful being you really are right here on Nancy Smith's Angelscapes.